Take 69. We are here. We have made it. And in fact, we even reached out to Rob Gronkowski to try to get him on this take. However, he's busy. It's Super Bowl weekend. We totally understand. So, Gronk, we'll see you for take 169. Until then. Anyways, today we have a jam-packed take for all you sweets. First and foremost, we're going to be giving you guys our Super Bowl predictions. We are recording this pod two hours before kickoff. We're going to be talking about some best football movies. And we have a kind of a sweet movie, movie morsel about football movies. Pretty shocking number how many football movies there are. And then the most absurd, most fun, over-the-top trailer release. We're going to be talking Fast and Furious tonight. And if you have not seen that, pause this right now. Go to YouTube and watch that trailer if you have not seen it. And then uh, Keeks is going to talk briefly about The Watchmen. I think he, he finished that series. And lastly, we're going to be talking Bad Boys for Life and saving Best for Last, The Gentleman. Wow. And without further ado, Keeks, I want to start off this take with a question to, towards you. What is the best Super Bowl food? Uh, mozzarella sticks. Hands down, the best month. Hands down. We bought. Really? Okay, okay. I bought. I, I think okay. we bought 10 boxes of mozzarella sticks. They were on sale for a dollar each. So we bought 10 oh yesterday. Oh my gosh. Costco? Oh, uh, Walmart. almost. Walmart. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm like, why did I even say that? That's like, uh, that's sacrilegious to say Costco in Arkansas. Oh, it kind of. It's. I. The closest one is in Dallas, Texas. It's all Sam's oh, wow. Club out here, which, like. See, I. I'm I'm just more of a chips and dip kind of guy. Okay, that's what you're I a purist. About. Mozzarella sticks. Yeah, I'm a purist. I respect the mozzarella sticks. I think that's totally fine. Yeah. Oh, this. So actually, we've got some friends coming over. We. I finally have friends in Arkansas. It took a year, but I have friends oh, now. I'm, Not as close I'm as TC, but we still got friends out here. We got you know we got shooters out here in Arkansas, and they're um they're coming over, and I have made Cafe Rio sweet pork or Costa Vida sweet pork, whatever you prefer. So, which I prefer Costa Vita now. I've been, Ooh. I've been converted. I think it's, I think it's a little Ooh. bit better. We talked about it a little bit. Who, what do you? I got food poisoning from Costa Vita, so I'm, I, I am standing clear of Costa Cannot Vita. Cannot blame you there. What, what do you got going on? For yeah, Super no. Um, you know, just gonna watch the game probably with my fam, and then uh, my prediction for the Super mm-hmm. Bowl is this. You yeah, ready? I got it. I, I've just strategically jotted this down. I don't know. Maybe second half I might go over <laughs> okay. to some friends. My friends are hosting a little something yeah. something. So we'll see. Um, but chips and dip all the way. And here's the score. 33 to 31. Wow. Love that. And and Jimmy Garoppolo will throw no more than 20 passes. I mean, the guy won the NFC Championship game throwing eight passes. Are True. you kidding? Yeah. Uh, Pat Mahomes will throw for three touchdowns, one interception. Okay. And... Uh, four field goals for the 49ers, one passing touchdown to George Kittle, a.k.a. Greg Kittle. <laughs> I love George Kittle. Greg? And oh, okay. two rushing touchdowns. So that, I think that's the math. That's correct math. Um, and 49ers are going to win. Really? 33-31. Yeah. I think Pat Mahomes is going to have a good game. He's not going to have a great game. He'll have a good game. I think it's going to be a great Super Bowl, much better than last year's. Last Ooh, year's. I don't like talking about oh, last year's. Last year's was rough. Oh, yeah. And we didn't so even get any take, good trailers think, last year either. No, we got like that no. thirty-second M game trailer that was nothing, basically. 
That was it. Yeah. yeah. So I really think it's going to be a good Super Bowl. I'm excited. I, this is like a holiday. This is a holiday. Super Bowl Sunday is a holiday. It's hands down one for me. My family, for as long as I can remember, this is like one of the many days, one of the few days where we actually go buy crap food and make it so we can eat it during the Super Bowl. And I love it. I think there, I think there's a statistic that there's more cal- calories consumed on Super Bowl Sunday than Thanksgiving. <laughs> That wouldn't surprise me at all. I I do have... Okay, so I've got one side little question for you that you did not know, but I'm going to ask it real quick. Not super hard. I'm ready. I'm ready. What special trailer do you think we get during the Super Bowl? Like a surprise Mm. trailer. What do you think it is? Maybe Dune? No, it's too soon. That's February. Dune's in December. Yeah. I don't know. What's coming now? Actually, Black Widow again? Another Black Widow trailer? Literally, as I asked it, I realized, oh, I don't... I could see... I could see us getting something Eternals related. I know it comes out similar time frame as Dune. Okay, yeah, yeah. Marvel, you know they're all about that early advertisement. They want to get it. Or we get more of a look at that Pixar movie called Soul with uh, Jamie Foxx. Oh. Okay, I'm I'm behind that. Overall, uh, mm, I don't know. Yeah, who you got winning? I've got I've got Chiefs winning. I I just okay. I I need our big time, our big sweet Andy Reid to get a Super Bowl. That's all I care about at this point. Unfortunately, these both these teams are like cool teams. They're not the Patriots. They're not people that we've seen over and over. So it should be. I'm hoping it's a good game. Oh yeah, I just can't and wait now, to see that drippy mustache, that droopy walrus mustache. Filled with Gatorade, <laughs> just that sopping Hawaiian shirt on him, looking real good. Never go on a diet, Andy Reid. Don't do. Don't ever no. change. Don't ever change. Don't, don't listen to don't the people ever out there. Listen to us. Yeah, stay stay where you are. You're you're great. Um, so get this: how many football movies do you think there are? Fifty two. One hundred and forty seven. I don't. I feel like that's a lot. Or is that not a lot? I feel like that's a good number. Okay. I mean, 147, out of all the span of movies that are out there, thousands. I, I mean, that's forty-seven more than every other sports movie combined. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Definitely. I agree. So, my favorite two sport, uh, football movies, Longest Yard, Remember the Titans. Yeah. See, that's where you're my co-host. That's where you're the co-host. Mm-hmm. We're co-hosts. We're equals because those are the two I was going to pick, too. Longest Yard. It's great. <laughs> Remember the Titans. So um, good. Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. Love uh, it. What is the... Oh, gosh. What is it? Isn't there one called, like, Major League? Or is that baseball? I think that's baseball. <laughs> I think that's baseball. Because <laughs> the MLP. Um, yeah, Major League. Yeah, oh, yeah. frick. Yeah, that's why I do a movie yeah, that's, podcast, that's, not that's... a sports <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Sheesh. Um, yeah, I can't think of any other... But here's the thing. Yeah, Major League. Uh, Mark was showing me that the other uh, few, few weeks ago because a year after they filmed Major League and the year before that was Platoon, which Platoon is very serious, and the two uh, stars, Tom uh, Bergen, Ber- Berger and Charlie Sheen are in Major League and they're also in Platoon. I was going to so. guess. I was going to ask if Charlie Sheen is the one in Major League. Okay. Um, yeah. Yep. Let's see. Uh, Air Bud, Golden Retriever. So three there? years, three years after Platoon. Okay, oh, yeah, Air Bud yeah. Golden Retriever as another football movie. 
I like I've it. Seen it. I like I have it. Say, I, I watched it when I was six years old, sick. My mom went to Blockbuster and rented me Airbud Golden Retriever. Wow. So we might just have to dedicate a whole pod to that. I think I think we're due for just Airbud Airbud series. (laughs) Golden Retrievers. I and all you dog fans. I do not have nearly as much of a rundown of what I think the score will be, but I think Chiefs win four points. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo can really come in to help them. I think he throws an interception to seal the game for the Chiefs at the end. Ooh. All right. All right. Yeah. That's perfect. Okay, hot take. So if we're all right, if we're right with our our picks, um, we will probably transfer over and just be strictly predictions for sports. Uh, pardon my no take. Film talk. Uh, B- uh, Bill Simmons, um, uh, <laughs> Watch Colin out. Howard. <laughs> Look out! Yeah, the sweet film talk. Oh, I love part of my take. So funny. Okay, um, so speaking of podcasts, we have two new two new. Oh, first and foremost, real quick, Oscar announcement. Ah, yes. Giveaway reminder. Reminder, reminder, uh, people send in. We have, we've gotten several. Thank you, thank you. Remember, you have one more week. We're going to shut this down Saturday at midnight because the Oscars are next week, baby. It's time. We're, it's creeping. So send it. Send in. We're going to do a post so you guys can screenshot it. We'll probably do a couple more stories. But send in your predictions and then leave a review. If you've already left a review, screenshot it. Send it to us. Brooks, we hear you. We saw it. Thank you, Brooks. Um, and reach out to us so you guys get submitted. Yes, but we're excited. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to announce the prize, or should we just wait? It's going to be a big surprise. You will for sure get money to go to the movies. We'll get you a gift card. We'll get you something physical. The other two things that we will include in this sweet film talk prize pack: Oscar extravaganza, race for the cure, celebrity <laughs> Michael Scott Dunder Mifflin <laughs> pro am is are going to be a surprise. Because we've gotten yeah. some new, I've, sweet film talk related merchandise that we will be including. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. You're going to want to win it. It's so sick. Um, but just wow. to go over the details, we're putting it up on the Sweet Film Talk Instagram. We'll do some more stuff to kind of help you guys get in there. But all you need to do is you'll screenshot the two posts on our story that have the template and the nominees. You just fill it out with your predictions. DM us your selections, and that is it. Also, you get two opportunities for free passes. One, which we're going to talk about real soon, is if you leave us a five-star review, which these two reviews we're going to read, they did leave five-star reviews, so perfect. You guys get a free, you guys get a free guess. If you leave a five-star review, take a screenshot and send that to us. Or if you post your predictions on your story and tag Sweet Film Talk, Bam. You get two free shots. Like we said, if for some reason uh, Ford versus Ford versus Ferrari wins Best Picture and you had Parasite like I do, you're saved, baby. You're saved. And if, jo- if Joaquin for some reason doesn't win Best Actor, you're also saved. You got two free slots. Um, also, it's Toy Story 4, not Toy Story 2, but that's fine. We know that Toy Story 4 is the animated movie coming up this year. Did I get all of it, TC? Did I get it? You did. You hit every check mark, and I just, I appreciate you. I appreciate you as a co-host. You know, let me just dish that out. Love the sweet cakes. Um, first and foremost, so I'll read this review real quick. This is from Nobody's Business. He says, "Great chemistry between the two hosts. Great opinions that encourage you to get out and watch more movies. Thanks for providing this awesome podcast. You're welcome. Oh, 
That's so heartwarming. No, we love, we say it all the time. We love all you sweets. We love all the support. And that's that's our main goal. We want to talk movies and we want to talk about getting out and seeing certain films that you may have missed or films that you were excited to see and we're like, hey, dodge that. Don't waste your time and money. And that's what we're trying yeah. to do. That's what we're striving. What's that's what we're always striving to do here at the SFT. I think that's perfect to, to describe it. We're just trying to get everyone just into a nice, comfy zone where they can watch movies and think kind of critically about what you're watching. A lot of people talk about movies yeah. where you can turn your brain off, which we'll uh-huh. probably be talking about two of those today while we're oh, while we're yeah. doing our reviews. But all those are so fun. Though. Oh yeah, they're great. But also, when you're watching a movie that might require a little bit more attention. You can follow what's going on. You can keep up with it and think, oh, is this well made? Is this kind of pretentious? What is it? And so nobody's business. We love you. Thank you for the five-star review. Now, the next one is from Who He Wanna. And (laughs) it said, and he he or she says, honestly, on a, oh, I think, okay. It says, honestly and awesome podcast. Probably supposed to Anyways, really great insight, very relatable, good chemistry. Give it a listen if you like movies. Some movie podcasts are too snobby, but these guys are honestly so great. It's true. I have listened to some that are very snobby and they drive me crazy. I'm not going to say who. I don't who. know. I don't know. I don't know. I, th- <clears throat> I don't know, Keeks. You get pretty snobby sometimes. I can. I'm kind of a picky. I'm kind of a picky biatch sometimes, but <laughs> it is all for the love of movies. I love it. And sometimes I do it. Sure. Yeah, I, oh, I do it all the yeah. time. My goal, actually, this year Golly. is to try and not be so picky. Yeah. We all have goals. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be picky. We can switch. We'll um, switch off. Yeah. So, <laughs> like I said in the intro, Fast and Furious 9 trailer, let's get to it. It's a three-minute, 51-second trailer. You might as well just round up and go 10 minutes. Yeah, I'm... I- <laughs> Give us the opening for people act. like UTC. You need it. You need that ten minute Fast Nine trailer. Oh my gosh! Okay, so first and foremost, I gotta say, John Cena. <laughs> burn up, burn. You know, burn up, burn. I, I, I bet they're in the writing room, but they're thinking, okay, okay, we lost The Rock, Hobbs and Shaw. That's gonna be their own thing. We need one other guy. We need someone to fill his place. And everyone's just like, who could it be? Who could it be? And someone just belt, belts out John Cena. John. And everyone was probably like, let's go. He just like it. kicks the door down and you hear his music <laughs> and he puts his hand in front of his fl- face and he got the job. That's all he had to do. Um, yeah. Is it yeah. weird to see him with hair? It feels weird seeing him with hair. Yeah, no, he needs to have the short buzz cut. That's his staple. Oh, you know, and a spe- that c- the comb over. Don't no. feel it. Not, not down. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this trailer just as soon as I saw John Cena's character I'm like so he's gonna be Vin Diesel's brother right <laughs> and sure enough and sure I cannot believe seriously when I was watching that, I was thinking okay it's probably pretty obvious but please like maybe maybe wait till the movie wait till like to have a fun surprise it's like okay we gotta reveal it in the trailer they gave everything away in the trailer and I gotta say I cannot wait to see this on the big screen with the Tarzan rope swing with the car. <laughs> oh my gosh. Inject that into my veins. That was so funny. I, as soon as I saw him trying to like, I feel like it's, it takes place in some sort of Jumanji world as well. Like it doesn't feel like they're in a location. It feels totally computer generated. And I don't know. Uh, it's just, 
It's going to be a lot. I hope it's better than Hobbs and Shaw is. Not to say Hobbs and Shaw was horrible, but I don't think the yeah. Fast you know, Saga you know how I feel. needs The Rock. I don't think they need Jason Statham. I think what they have is perfect. No, I like the I like the cast in Fast and Furious. These are some of my favorite movies. They're so over the top. Like when I have my bachelor party, we're just gonna watch all the Fast and Furious movies. Waking up at seven AM till seven PM. I can't wait. All the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> I can't That's wait. It. That's it. And then in between in between, you know, Fast Five and Fast Six, we'll go to the gym, jacked up on pre workout. And listen to the whole soundtrack. I mean, that's that's my ideal bachelor. And we're party. just gonna listen to um, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> it's been a long day without you. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that it was but, like playing on like a one note scale as the theme music yes, for the trailer at, at, at the at the beginning? Holy! I can't wait though. I think we should do the sweet film meetup for this movie. If if you can make it out, Keeks, don't whew, tempt me, baby. What a blast! Oh, I'll Actually, tempt you. please tempt me. Uh, Cause I'll do it. So moving on from that, because I am so excited. For okay, I have one more the side wa- thing the about Watchmen. the trailer. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna say give, exactly, give me a side it, thing. but it's very similar to the Morbius trailer. Why are they spoiling all of these big reveals for these movies? You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Why? Why would they do this? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I'm. If if I knew, I'd be sitting in a boardroom right now, not in yeah. not on some cushions in my one bedroom apartment. <laughs> maybe maybe one day we'll find out because my gosh, the trailers are getting so revealing. It's just like wait till. That's why I love just going into movies not knowing anything, and so you can't stay away from some some certain trailers. Mm-hmm. No, so we we beat we beaten this to death. But it's so true. It's like stop, stop. The Gentleman had a great trailer, reveals nothing. We will be talking about oh, it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Even Bad Boys for Life that. had a good so trailer. Sad. Yeah, it was fine. Sets yeah. the tune for the movie. The tune, the tone for the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, The Watchmen, Keeks, did you, uh, did you finish the that? The Watchmen is... This is... So, as I watched The Watchmen, I was thinking, and I still think this... How do we have so many creative people in Hollywood? Like, I'm watching this show, and it is so intricate and so detailed down to, like, little nitpicky things in the in the scene. And it all flows seamlessly through this eight-episode arc. And I loved it beginning to end. It's so intriguing. It's so good. If you... It's worth the $14.99 alone just to watch it on HBO. I had a blast. Wow. I really did. It's so good. What's- What's the grade? A, it's an A, A plus. It's so good. I'm watching another wow. one right now called The Outsiders. It's they're on episode five, and it's pretty good. But after being spoiled by Watchmen and a bunch of other shows on HBO, I don't know. I just don't feel like it holds up as much. Yeah, no, I've heard I've heard nothing but good things about The Watchmen. So I gosh, better call Saul is coming out next month. No, not next month. Jeez, we're in February now. Hello. Oh, jeez. Uh, Jeez, in three weeks, and I love Better Call Saul. That is my favorite TV show character, Saul Goodman, of all time. Jimmy. Love him. Just Jimmy McGill. So I'll have to get to Watchmen. There's several TV shows I need to watch, so I just got to chip away one at a time. Okay, are you ready? I'm born ready. Okay, bad boys for life. Strap up, people. We're talking bad boys. Um, When was Bad Boys 2 released? It's like... Have you seen all the bad I've boys, seen by the way? None of the bad boys. <laughs> none of them. I started the first one. 
Okay, so I watched the first okay. one. It was fine. It was okay. 1995 is when Bad Boys was released, the first one. Then Bad Boys 2 was released 2003. Yeah. And then jump 20, 17 years later, 2020, we have Bad Boys for Life. So Sweet Movie Morsel starting off right now is this movie is the most grossing movie for the month of January ever. That's some big shoes to fill. Who, who's, Whose shoes did Bad Boys for Life have to fill? Paul Blart's <laughs> We were just talking about this. I loved The King of Queens growing up, and so when Paul Blart Mall Cop came out, I could not wait to see it. I laughed maybe twice the whole time I watched it, and I left hating that movie. Um, not hating The King of Queens. I still love you, Kevin James. Come on the pod. But Paul Blart Mall Cop, I don't even know how you got a sequel, let alone a green light to no. make the first one. No, the only... The only- Good part about that movie was the poster. Isn't he like on one of those scooters? <laughs> He's on, what is it, a Vespa? Is that what it, no, no, not a Vespa. Yeah. Uh, a Segway, that's it. Segway, yes. Um, yeah, so isn't that crazy? Think about that. I, Januaries are pretty abysmal for movies. From what I've heard, I, it's ju- I almost went and saw The Turning instead of Bad Boys for Life because I heard how horrible The Turning was. Um. wow. But we'll get to it. The Gentleman was probably the best movie I've ever seen in January. So, but we're on the we're on Bad Boys for Life. So that's a fun fact there. I love that. It's the most grossing film of all time. Um I'll I'll jump right into it. I thought this movie was bad. <laughs> Hence the title. What? I wanted more ridiculousness. I wanted more over the top fun. Uh there were some there were some scenes that were funny. There were some scenes that were great action, great action sequences. I love the chemistry between Will Smith and Martin Yes. Lawrence. Um, and I wanted more of that because there was some time during the movie where they're not on screen together. And it was a second act, kind of dragged a little bit. But I just wanted personally more ridiculousness, more over the top because that's a movie. These are type of movies where I go in and I'm preparing myself for a Hobbs and Shaw, Fast and Furious, so just an over the top action flick. And it dragged a little bit in some scenes and the tone was a little bit too serious. I know you and I disagree about this. Which is which is fine. Movies are polarizing, but I'm gonna give this movie a C. There were some things I definitely liked, like the chemistry, action sequences were good, and there are definitely some some things I didn't like, which are a little bit more spoilery, which we'll get to. So that is mine. I think it is a sour. You might like it, you might not like it, but C and sour scale for me. Yeah, I. So here's the thing. Bad Boys for Life is directed by Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala and written one of these writers. So Chris Bremner and Peter Craig, Chris Bremner is actually the one who is in talks and helming National Treasure 3. And why I think that that's important is I thought this movie was so much fun. I could I loved every moment that Will Smith and Martin Lawrence was on the screen when Will Smith is alone didn't love it as much but when you just had martin lawrence his humor factor just elevates any any scene that he's in so that really helped when they were separate um as for what you said is you wanted it to be more over the top i disagree i don't need that i don't need every action movie to try and be mission impossible or to try and be fast and the furious i like how this kind of still maintained itself as goofy and a little bit more contained i think is a good word um the script yeah it, it 
it's a little bit goofy, and I think some of the moments, especially the villain, is a little cheesy at some points. But that's fine. For bad boys for life, for this movie where these two dudes are like in their 40s trying to run around and capture people, I think it worked really well. The ending as well sets it up for more future movies, which I would have to see how they go with it. But in Bad Boys for Life, they bring in these, this new group of of police officers who do more analytics and who merely make a fun addition to the movie that could, you know, they've got their nice little team going forward if they decide to make more, which apparently they are. So get ready for, I don't know what would the title be, Bad Boys? Bad bo- Ammo? Bad b- maybe? <laughs> oh, it could be. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll involve Ammo because that's their... That's their name for their group. There. Bad Boys AARP. Bad Boys Roth IRA. <laughs> I don't know what it would be, but it, it's still it's still fun. I, I really enjoyed it, and I give it a B. I think the movie is sweet. Anyone, if you're looking for a good action comedy, go watch it. I had a great time watching it. And I think if you are a big fan of Bad Boys, I've only seen the first one. I thought the first one was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen the second one. Apparently, the second one is uh, just jam-packed. Yeah, that's Apparently what I've heard, too. The first one. So, I think if you are a Bad Boys fan, you will leave this film, you know, satisfied for the most part. Mm-hmm. Now, I must... Listen, if someone approached me and said, would you rather watch Bad Boys for Life 20 times straight or evangelion one time, I'm totally <laughs> taking Bad Boys for Life 20 times straight without a sh- without Give a me doubt. 40. I cannot watch... E- yeah, oh yeah, I'll double that. I cannot watch Evangelion again. So that brings me to my next segment, Keeks. How many movies would it take, bad movie? Okay, so for let's say for every five good movies, and these are like B-grade movies, movies that are watchable, compared to how many five, like five good movies to one terrible, terrible one one movie? Could you do it? Five to one? Now, are we talking What's about- the number? Um... Oh, uh, for you to stop watching movies <laughs> like you're like, I can't do this anymore. Gosh, and these are not this is not like redeemable bad. Like the room that is like funny bad. I'm talking bad, bad. Where you talking like you're done with that down. film. Yes, you're done with that film. You're like, what a waste of time. There was nothing redeemable about that movie. Nothing good. No. Qualities. So like I have to watch a bad one. Yeah. Oh, God. What's your what's your limit? What's your number? Honestly, it's like four or five to one. I I can't sit down and watch a lot of movies consecutively, but you know what? If it's if we're talking like Bad Boys for Life, if we're talking like Fast and the Furious, if we're talking um even we watched a movie called Thoroughbreds the other night. I can probably get like six or seven in before I'm like, all right, I gotta watch a real crappy one and then be done. Yeah. I I think I'm probably like six or seven as well. Like I I gotta watch six good films. And then one, I, I can do one really, really bad film and then reset. Now, I couldn't do like three good films and then one really bad film. That's too no. much. I got I to gotta get some bad taste out of my oh. mouth. In fact, I rewatched to get Evangelion out of my mouth. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I rewatched Inception. Oh. oh, my gosh. What a film. I haven't watched that since 2015. And you know what? Man. Anyone who says, if you say that that Inception is your favorite movie of all time, good on you if someone tells you that that's a bad opinion they are wrong because inception is a great movie and i hate how people crap on other people for saying 
that like mainstream good movies like the dark knight are people's favorite movies yeah they're like, freaking good movies out get just over yourself night yeah lord of the rings is my favorite movie of all time and that's super mainstream yeah star wars drive yeah. i think most people would say is like oh you get you know oh of course it would be so what who freaking cares yeah, have your favorites, lock onto it, keep it. So Inception, man, what a fun reach. Guys, it is streaming on Netflix. If you've not seen Inception for a few years, pop it in. There were some scenes that I totally forgot about. It's I was great. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, Tom Hardy, I forgot how much of a key role he has. Oh, that's right. He's like the muscle, isn't he? Yeah, Eames. Yeah. Oh, I forgot his He's name. He's the forger, the thief. Well, <laughs> back to bad boys for life. <laughs> um, are we going to go okay, to spoilers? So are we going to do spoilers for Let's it? go to spoilers. Maybe for like a minute or so, because I just want to say like one thing. Okay. Um. All right. Spoiler uh, so, talk. In three, two, one, go. What's up, everyone? It's your boy, the Sweet Keeks. If you would like to avoid spoilers for Bad Boys for Life and head to our The Gentleman review, please fast forward to 34 minutes and 15 seconds. Thank you. Sweet. Okay. My whole my whole gripe, man, was the Will Smith. I'm your father, Star Wars thing. That was so out of left field, and he was so forgiving for his son. If that was my son, see ya. Yeah, you're dead. I'm shooting you right over this balcony. Yeah, yeah, no forgiveness. No. And I thought thought the last act was fine, but he killed the captain and other... In front of his dad. Yeah, exactly. That scene was wild. I did not see that coming. That was. That was a a shocking surprise. So that was... um, my biggest gripe. I thought that storyline was rough. Like, I, are we getting a new Suicide Squad? Is that what we're implying? Death, death, death Strokes or whatever his name is or Death Shot. Oh. What is his name? I don't even remember yeah, his name in Suicide Squad. Death, death Stroke. Death Stroke. He's sweet. Is it? But, but uh, okay. yeah. So, But I agree with you. I think the, the new cast they're going to do, like, spinoffs is, is fine. Like, I would probably go watch those movies. Yeah. And I, that was just my biggest gripe was the son was Will Smith was like, hey, I love you. You're my son. We share blood together. But the mom was crazy. She was cuckoo. Yeah, nuts. she was a freaking Bru- witch, Bruja. a Latina witch. Yep. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I do like that bad boys. This new generation is R because they can kind of go more over the top with everything. That is the one thing I think that goes against Fast and the Furious. Maybe not goes against it, but is a little bit of a hindrance. So bad boys can kind of be like the R-rated Fast and the Furious almost. Might be a little bit yeah. fun. Um, well, actually, actually, the other bad boys are R. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Two. Is it's like, oh, oh yeah, 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 you can kind of keep this thing going of having like a cool action franchise that's rated R. That's not John With Wick. A little, little, little edgy. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, a little edgy. I um, I would say the one thing that I thought was weird was like, um, Will Smith's son just all of a sudden like turning good and agreeing to basically be on the bad boys avengers squad at the very end there's like a (laughs) like an end credits kind of scene and it's purely to set up future movies which i find is annoying Mm -hmm. like just wrap it up bad boys for life you're fine but they'll never do that it's gonna keep going and bleed it out for money um my guess is the next one comes out in three years in july yep you heard it here two years two years two or three years in july Three years. Yep, I, I, I vote three mm-hmm. years. Yep. Um, so that's it for spoiler talk for Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. See, it's the most grossing film in January of all time, which is crazy to think about. Now, True. I think this next film should have been the most grossing, most talked about film because this was. Oh man, this was a pleasant surprise. That yeah, was. 
to say the least. Guy, oh, I loved it. Oh my gosh, Guy Ritchie. This is Guy Ritchie, the gentleman. He is unhinged, unfiltered in this movie. You have Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, Colin Farrell, Hugh Grant. This is a very, very fun cast, and the script is tight. Henry Goulding too. And is that his name? The, yeah. the the Asian guy. Yeah, yeah, and Crazy Rich uh-huh. Asians. Yeah, the cast is so fun. So essentially, um, give you guys an overview. If you have not seen this film, seriously, take. Your five dollar Tuesday, Thursday, whenever, and go to the movies and watch this film. If you're if you're a fan of just good, it's very unfiltered, good dark comedy, good tight script, kind of a crime like movie. Go see the gentleman. But anyways, Matthew McConaughey has a marijuana business and he's looking to sell it and kind of ride off in the sunset in retirement and do something else. Um, support his wife's um, automobile shop. And things just kind of go downhill when people find out that he's selling his company. So that's basically it for the plot. But uh, Kamika, what was your favorite part of this film? I my favorite part, hands down, is when the the group of Colin Farrell's boys when they go in and rob um, Matthew McConaughey's <laughs> was... uh, dispensary or like the place where he's growing his marijuana. And you see part of this in the trailer. And they all have cameras on their heads. And after they finish robbing the place, they edit it into a grime music video that's then put into the movie. And as many of you know, I love Love Island UK. I watch it every day with my wife. And they love their grime music. And it was just so cool to see, like, their character introductions being, like, thrown into music and then into a music video and part of the movie. That's hands down my favorite sequence of the film. What about you? That was that was a great sequence. My favorite part of the whole film was actually Charlie Hunnam and Hugh Grant. I loved their chemistry. Oh, I know. And I thought they were so funny. In fact, I love Matthew McConaughey. But my favorite part of the movie was definitely those two. I thought they were every time they were on the film, it was a blast. Their like I said, their chemistry, their banter was phenomenal, and the storytelling that Fletcher was doing was so fun. Yeah. Um, Guy Ritchie, man, this is his coming out party yet again since Snatch, which came out in 2000. That film is phenomenal. It's it's kind of beat for beat, pretty similar. Okay. But I've heard that Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch are very similar to this movie. Okay. I haven't seen Lock, Stock, and Smoking Barrels, but I heard that's great. So I'm going to give this movie an A. I absolutely loved it. Sweet. This will definitely stand the test of time this year. I I will be shocked if this doesn't make my top five to end the year. Now, there's a lot of movies mm -hmm. that I do not know are coming out. Like, for example, last year, I had no idea about Jojo Rabbit or Parasite, and those two made my top five. So I don't know what are going to be the surprise gems, but this was so fun. Very, very tight script. Uh, great runtime. That I thought it flowed so well, and it was super funny. I my gosh, I can't I can't say anything. There's one glaring issue I have, then I'm I'll be done. Just one very very small issue. That was Jeremy Strong's character, mm-hmm. who's actually in the Big Short. He does a fantastic job in the Big Short. I just didn't care for his character too much. I didn't think he was very menacing. Okay. Uh, but that it, he is very not a lot of screen time. But that was. It and that was a very very small gripe. Still love this movie. Everything about it is wonderful. And you see, I think for me, like I very much disagree with Jer- the Jeremy Strong, I guess opinion is because I felt that he was more of a, a puppet master. So his his intensity and his 
menacing feel didn't really need to be there because he wasn't supposed to be super involved. Whereas I felt that Henry Golding's character, who is introduced as the antagonist, felt a lot more like ruthless and trying to go for Matthew McConaughey or Mickey's um, marijuana kingdom. And he had his goons there that are, you know, yeah, also trying to definitely a fear. He, he was definitely a loose cannon. He, he was unpredictable. You had no idea what he was going to do. Yeah, for sure. And so an, another thing that I loved is just like the game of like the cat and mouse and the chess game. There's so many great sequences in this movie, like where they're trying to go rescue one of the Lord's daughters and bring her home. <laughs> oh, that was such a fun sequence. Or if, yeah, if you, if you give me a movie with Cliff Booth, Booth and Charlie Hunnam's character, Charlie Harnum was just so cool. He was like the British Cliff, the English Cliff Booth. You know what I will compare this so movie chill. to? And I think you yeah, might you're going to tell me this. The Kingsman. The first one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I could, I could see that kind of had a Kingsman type vibe to Where it. Where it's something, and, uh, and I say Kingsman because Kingsman felt so new and so different. And it wasn't anything that, I wasn't here, I wasn't in the United States when it came out. But I feel like when it came out, people didn't really know what to expect. And they went and saw it, and they're like, holy crap, that movie was so awesome. And that's how I felt with this. You know, I I, I felt that The Gentleman was going to be really good, but I had no idea it was going to be as good as it was. Um, the, the beginning of the movie is a little hard to catch on to, just because you, you don't understand that it's going to be a nonlinear narrative. So yeah. going into it, know that it's nonlinear. It jumps a lot between past, present, future, past, present, future, past, future, present. And it's a little hard to get used to, but then it catches its stride and absolute blast. One of it's I actually yesterday in my Snapchat memories a year ago from yesterday was when I saw They Shall Not Grow Old by Peter Jackson. And that ended up being in my top 10 this last year. And I have no doubt that The Gentleman is going to be in my top 10 this year. It is an A. It is very sweet. Anyone go see it. If you've been curious, go see The Gentleman. It is a blast. Oh yeah, worth your time. And man, I, I I think people that had issues with the first act, I, I kind of like that it was a little confusing, and then it comes full circle, and you totally understand. Yeah. So that was not a problem for me at all. I thought the first act was fine because you're like, it jumps right into it. You're like, oh, what's going on? You know what I mean? There's no really buildup. It describes the story as it's go- going. I thought Guy Ritchie did a phenomenal job. It's with so this. meta too. Like it's just I as I'm watching it, I think about it after. I'm like. How did how do people create these movies? Like they're so creative and okay, we're going to have this journalist who's kind of sleazy and he's going to present his script which he's based around these events that he's lived, but then the person he's talking with has also been living those events and then he's going to present it to the studio that's actually distributing the mu- the movie that the audience is watching right now. So it was just it was so fun and so unique and so fresh. Wow. I love that. Huh. So sweet movie morsel, in fact. Ooh, okay. On the gentleman is Hugh Grant and Matthew McConaughey never even met on set. Apparently, really. Think about it. Did they have any scenes together? No, they didn't. Kind of a spoiler. Yeah. So I didn't know that. I was like, wow. I had to think about that for a while. So they never met on set, which is interesting. Makes you think how many times that actually happens in a movie where actors don't ever even come together 
I was just listening to a, an interview the other day. I don't remember who it was with. But yeah, they talked about how they just like filmed their lines in one day and left and didn't meet the big actor that was billed because like, yeah, they didn't have any scenes with him. So of course not. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of kind of goes back with Game of Thrones as well. There was a lot of characters that didn't meet until the seventh, eighth season. True. They didn't cross paths. So I thought that was a sweet movie morsel. But this movie is an absolute blast. Super funny. Action's great when there is action. The dialogue is so fun. Matthew McConaughey kills it as his role. And I hope this movie does get more love because it definitely deserves it. Yeah, I absolute A. Very, very sweet, as you said. And just an absolute just pleasant surprise. I mean, the the transitions, the editing was so fun. The sound. Um, Colin Farrell steals it <laughs> he does. just an absolute he, riot he comes into the movie at a perfect time it's not too early it's not too late it's just the perfect time colin farrell and his crew comes in and i think another thing that makes it so great is this movie doesn't set up a sequel it just gives you these yes. great characters that for one adventure that you love but it still does leave it open where it's like oh yeah we already know these characters are so much fun and it apparently has been greenlit to get a gentleman to we will be seeing it. Um, I'm there opening night. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, if they do it, if they do a second one, I'm there. But I, I thought the cast was super fun. So, yeah, that is the gentleman. Go see it. We try to keep this as spoiler free as possible for this review, because those are the movies that we want to keep spoiler free are the really, really good ones. Yes, obviously. Mm hmm. So we had a blast. Um, anything, anything else for take 69? <laughs> I'm looking at the time and I'm like, oh my gosh, we breezed right through this take, didn't we? Yeah, we're saving. Well, we got a big take next weekend. Yes, that's for you. What are we doing next week? Why don't you let everyone know what we got planned? It is the Oscars. We're going to be giving you guys our live reaction. We're going to be filming a pod right after the Oscars are done. We're going to be giving our predictions of how many we got right, how many we got wrong. Uh, and we'll be live at the red carpet, so we are very excited to be there. The Oscars. We got some great interviews that we're going to hopefully be able to have right there on the red carpet. They'll be ready for you guys in the pod. You can hear some of these big names talking with your boys, TC and Keeks. And as part of the pod, we've got something really special. Should I? I think you know what we're gonna do. Should I? Should I let them know what we're gonna do? I think you should. Perfect. Absolutely. Let's do it. We are also, as we're watching it, going to be having our live reactions, which we will edit down into the main categories that we've been talking about, and we'll insert it into the pod, and we will have an extra special final review of Best Movie of Last Year by a special suite that we're very excited to unveil as well. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Sheesh. But, you know, I'm going to have to wait because it's it's a, it's a week from yeah, now. Yeah, so. I mean, we kind of got to wait, but we plan for all this every week. We, you know, we, we do our best to get every, to give you guys the best show that we can. And we hope course, that you invite, enjoyed the Sweet 6-9. And while you're waiting till next week, because we got, uh, what, we got Harley Quinn coming out next weekend? Yeah. So we're going to be reviewing that in two weeks, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Go go watch go watch the gentleman guys seriously all you sweets go watch it it is a blast super fun so you'll love it uh, excited for next week excited for take seventy and that's a wrap for take sixty nine sure is thank you everyone for listening as always for those two reviews from who he wanna and what was the other one I don't remember his name her name 
Whose name? It was... Uh, who's your business? Nobody's business. Close. Nobody's, Nobody's business. business. Yes. We appreciate yes. you guys. Enter in for the contest so that you can win some official Wheat Film Talk merchandise. And we're ready. We're ready to oh, take yeah. it out. Jives, we're ready for that for that uh, outro music whenever you're ready. <laughs> Give it to us. <laughs> Sweet! Sweet.